Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Home Wrecker Podcast. I am the Golden Greek Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, Monique. That's me. Hello. Hi. And as you can hear by the music that we just played, well, if you're watching this, you couldn't hear it, but that is the theme song to The Office, which is a show we always talk about on on the Home Record Podcast, one of our favorite TV shows. We still watch it all the time, and we've we've talked about this before, how we've got to do a show about The Office or whatever. So rather than do a show just about the show, The Office, we're going to focus on a two-part episode from The Office. And now, if you're somebody listening that has never watched this show, I don't know what to tell you other than watch this show. Yeah, because you're not going to understand this episode. You're not gonna it's going to be spoilers galore. Yeah, and you're not going to know what the hell we're talking about. So if you've never watched The Office, I mean, feel free to listen. Now's a great time to start. But yeah, definitely. You got you to gotta watch the show. It's hilarious. It's fun. It's funny. It it's... It's the office. It's there's nothing better than the office. In I will my view. admit, I I never watched the office until we started seeing each other. And aren't you glad you started? <laughs> I am because it's hilarious. But it was just something that when it was on, I just didn't watch. It was it was a pretty popular show when it first started. I mean, I mean, yeah. it grew in popularity, I should say, and I think that it's either maintained or actually grown in popularity since it's been off the air just by people discovering it on Netflix Mm -hmm. and uh, other streaming services. I know they replay it on Comedy Central all the time. I'm sure there's other reruns showing up on other stations as well in syndication, but it's just a hilarious show and it's so well written and all the characters and just everything about the show is fantastic. We decided that we're going to talk about a two-part episode that takes place in season six. Yes, episodes four and five. And this is Niagara, parts one and two. And this is when Jim and Pam finally get married. Now, again, if you're not familiar with the show, definitely start watching it. But just briefly, if you're still with us and you don't know what the hell's going on, Jim and Pam are two of the main characters in the show. And building up to their wedding, I think, what did it take three seasons for them to finally get together teasing the the tension in the relationship like jim kisses her at the end of season two and then he leaves at the beginning of season three he's no longer there and then he ends up coming back but Mm -hmm. now he's got another girlfriend and it's just a philippelli yeah Yeah. it's just a whole big uh story arc but they finally get together and then now in season six they're finally going to get married finally finally the build is over and Here's the payoff. Yeah. So what did you think first off before we like kind of get into and break down and give a synopsis of the episode? Did you enjoy this episode? I did. All right. Well, the two-parter. What did you like better, part one or part two? Oh, that... Mm. You weren't expecting that question. Oh, I don't know because I just kind of put it as one yeah i mean it really it's a two-part episode but it really is, you kind of have kinda to all yeah it kind of all goes don't in. make yeah. me choose all right sorry just kind of popped in my head i figured i'd ask it's okay why do you have a preference did no. you enjoy it? no not at all okay. I, they, no they're both great and i think this is one of the higher rated episodes if you look oh, at okay. imdb it's got like a 9.4 rating or something like that for both parts so yeah because they're getting married and everyone's been waiting yeah it's, for that. it's the big yeah again it's the big payoff so They decided that they're going to have their... Now, the show takes place in Scranton, Pennsylvania. They decide that they're going to have their wedding in Niagara Falls because they wanted it to be far away so people from their work wouldn't go. But, of course, in typical office fashion, their boss, Michael Scott, decides that... He'll give, he'll give everybody. What is it? Friday, Friday and Monday, Monday off, off if they if go, to the, go to the wedding. So of course, Pam's like, so either you come to the wedding, get Friday, Monday off, or you go to work. So of course, everybody in the office is going to go to the wedding. And of course, they ask, well, if we got a present for you and Roy's wedding, do we still have to get a present for this one? And that's Roy is the the Pam's, Pam's other fiance from her ex. Again, if you fiance. watch the show, you know. Yeah. 
so yeah, so the hilarity ensues, of course, and so they end up in Niagara Falls yeah. and they go to the hotel where everybody, of course, has gotten a room and they're all part of the the, the mm-hmm. group of rooms, the block of rooms, the block of rooms, yeah, yeah, and, except for Michael, the boss, did not make a reservation, no. of course. Why would he? <laughs> I just think to like, yet he had a, a reservation for like the like the a room for the Olympics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is a different episode. But a different yes. episode. It's like he got a room for that. <laughs> Gotta love it. Uh, but not so for this. so he immediately is now stuck and can't find a room. So he, Dwight is standing next to him. Dwight has his room, and Michael's like, "Oh, can I can I room with you?" And and of course, Dwight's like. Gee, I don't know. Oh, well, let me see. Oh, look. I Well, no, because he said, if I hook up with a woman, I want to have a room. Right, right. That's right. And so Michael Scott's like, well, I would share if I had a room, I'd share it with you. So Dwight goes, oh, no. They gave me this. You did have a room and they gave me the key to your room. And so he's like, can I stay with you? And Michael Scott's like, well, you know, I, I would, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And of course, Dwight's and like, Dwight's ah. like ah, that was a test. Takes the key yeah. back. That was a test. See, uh, yeah, you're not staying with me. Get your own room, whatever, yeah. blah, blah, blah. There's your key, Mr. Schrute. Thank you. Dwight, 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 Dwight. I need to stay in your room. No way. What if I meet someone? I'm staying in your, come on. No, Dwight, Michael. I would do the same for you. You would? Yes. Really? Yes. Let's just... Go. Wait a second. Oh, no, 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 no. This must be some kind of mistake. This reservation is under an M. Scott. Oh. This must be yours. Thank God. Oh, no. Now that I don't have a room, can I stay with you? Um. No. No, You know what? I I would say yes, but you can't. And I'll tell you why. If I have a woman up there and things are getting amorous, she's going to get turned off if she looks in the bathroom and she sees you brushing your teeth with butter and clay okay okay Ah, that was a test and you have failed but this is my room okay you would not share with me i don't have a room no you do not okay Ooh, you must pass the dungeon wisdom test jerk when mary was denied a room at the inn jesus was born when michael was denied a room at the inn we don't know what happens because that story hasn't been told yet so that's that's the first part of this that he doesn't get a room. That's mm-hmm. one plot point. So they're at, of course, to- well before I get to the next thing, Toby offers to share his room, and of course, <laughs> Michael's like, oh, no. The dynamic between Michael Scott and, and Toby, Toby is one of my favorite so things about the show. It's they treat him <laughs> so bad for no good reason. They're, they're still so awful every, to him. Every time, because we've watched this show now, I don't know how many times, but every time we watch it again, like when we start back at season one, episode one, I'm always like, all right, I have to pay really close attention to see there's got to be this breaking point. There's got to be this defining moment where Michael Scott just hates Toby for this thing. There's never any reason. It's just right off the bat, he hates yeah. this guy. He's a jerk to him for no It's never explained. He just hates his guts. But the funny thing is... For nothing. We're like, and oh, the guy's poor like Toby. The, the guy, guy, like, he's nice, but he's also, if you stop, he's kind of weird and annoying. He's a, he's a weird, annoying guy, but he's like, he d- doesn't deserve the treatment they give him, but that's what makes it funny, yeah. of course. But it's, yeah, every time I watch, I'm like, all right, this is the part... I'm gonna figure it out this time. Why they hate him? So no, it's never it's never explained. Not gonna happen. Other than he's an HR rep, but that that doesn't really. Anyway. Yeah. So, so moving on. So the hotel is also where they're having the dinner the evening before. So it's yeah. family, like all, everyone who's come up for the wedding, relatives, right. wedding party. That, yes, the office. and that's that's something that I forgot to mention. That the uh, the the employees all had a meeting in the conference room at the office before going on the road to get to uh, Niagara Falls. And they said that it's very important that nobody mentions to Mima that Pam is pregnant. Pam's grandmother. Because she's very old fashioned and it would upset her if she were to find out that Pam was pregnant before she was married. All of these things are important to remember, but the most important thing is that no one say anything about my pregnancy at the wedding. Absolutely, because not everyone knows and some people might be offended. Decent people everywhere will get offended. Well, we're thinking of my grandmother, who we haven't told and who is very old-fashioned. Well, you're lucky to have a grandmother. Some of us have to be our own grandmother. You know, Angela, um, you don't have to come to the wedding. Yes, really? she does. Yes, she does. We're all going to go. and We're going to have a good time. Ow! He pitched me. No. Next time we're all in this room, Jim and I will be married. We'll see. Thank you, Dwight. 
So that was the other big thing. Like nobody, because Michael's like, don't anybody embarrass me. And <laughs> and of course, Jim and Pam are like, actually, does don't anybody tell our yeah. you know, me, ma, or grandma that Pam's pregnant. So that was another thing, which will play into now the dinner. So we're at the dinner and what was it? Andy gets stuck like at what do you call it the uncool table or the boring the, table the uncool boring table. Yeah. yeah and, and then he wanted to sit with Aaron, but who switched with so he, like uh, he could was sit it, with andy i can't remember now someone switched Somebody with him switched. and so he was mad he's like yeah i switched with Aaron. <laughs> so poor andy because he likes Aaron. and they're at the dinner of course michael wants to have his toast because yeah, he, he wants always to, wants to he wants interject. to give a toast he yeah. wants to always be the the because he doesn't have that loving family and everyone from the office is his family sure and that's his justification but but he, but he has no purpose he's just the boss of these people he's a co-worker he has no reason dad. to be giving any kind of to, a toast of any kind <laughs> well he even says like when he talks about the gifts like why would i give them money i, I pay them every week I pay them like every it's week. his own money <laughs> right yeah <laughs> yes yeah but so uh they they end up jim does a toast and well michael gets up to give the toast yeah. and then jim kind of cuts in he to shut him up basically and, yeah because doesn't he start doing like a chris rock routine or something, something like a, some ridiculous. kind of a stand-up routine yeah. and jim like has to stop him mm-hmm. and yes michael's trying to get the ladies he's trying to right. show everyone how impressive he is how funny he is yes because yes. humor humor and then jim you know okay raise your glasses well everyone except pam of course well he gives us great toast yeah. oh yeah he gives he's a like, great toast remember when i asked you how to teach me to drive stick she's like yeah he's like yeah i already knew yeah i've been driving i've been driving uh sticks since i was 16 so sweet. Like yeah so, so yeah was, he gives a really nice sweet speech and pam does the like little the memory take a photo take a photograph of the memory yeah 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 and uh, and then he says, okay, everybody raise your glasses, except for Pam, for obvious reasons. And Mima goes, why can't she drink? Or what reason? Or whatever she said. Yeah. And he's like, oh, she can't. I, uh, and of course, he starts stumbling she's an over alcoholic. his words. And, no, no, she's not. Yeah, he starts stumbling over his words and realizes, oh, crap, I messed up. And it comes out that she's pregnant. And now so everybody, I, okay. everybody knows except for Mima, apparently. But I just, I wonder though, why did he just say, oh, because she didn't want to or something. Because I'm toasting to her so she doesn't drink to it or something. Like, I think he could have thought of something better. But then it wouldn't have been as funny. True. And there wouldn't have been any drama interjected into the episode. This is true. So it's obviously done for a reason. I know. All right. Hey, everyone. Thanks for coming. Oh, thanks, Pete. That was really nice. I just want to say how happy we are that all of you are here tonight. And I want to especially thank those of you who have traveled from far away to be here with us tonight. Especially the Florida cousins, who obviously can't take a hint. (laughs) Four years ago, I was just a guy who had a crush on a girl who had a boyfriend. And I had to do the hardest thing that I've ever had to do, which was just to wait. Uh, don't get me wrong, I flirted with her. Pam, I can now admit in front of friends and family that I do know how to make a photocopy. (laughs) Didn't need your help that many times. And uh, do you remember how long it took you to teach me how to drive stick? Like a year. I've been driving stick since high school. So, uh, (laughs) yes, yes. For a really long time, that's all I had. I just had little moments with a girl who saw me as a friend and A lot of people told me I was crazy to wait this long for a date with a girl who I worked with. But I think even then I knew that I was waiting for my wife. So I would like to propose a toast. So if you'd all raise your glasses, not Pam for obvious reasons, but everyone else, if you would raise your glasses. What's obvious? Why can't Pam drink? Pam can't drink? I didn't. I shouldn't have said that. I don't know why I did. She can do whatever she wants. Though she shouldn't. She shouldn't because she's an alcoholic. Pam is an alcoholic. That's not true. No. What we wanted, the real real reason is that um, that Pam's pregnant. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, what I think Jim is trying to say is that 
they had an accident. And you know what? These two people, they're living together. They are having lots of consensual sex. Yeah. They were living together? Yes, yes, they were living together, yes. And you know what? You can't expect them to be careful every time because, frankly, it's just a different sensation. Michael. When you come, well, am I wrong? They say it's not different, but it's a different sensation. Oh, my God. When oh, you please. use mm. something to block, yeah, I think everybody knows what I am talking about. It's not necessarily different for the woman, Michael. but it is different. Okay, okay, okay. Michael, for stop. All right. My point is, I said what I wanted to say, and Mima, I hope you heard every word. All right. Jim. Two waiting. Two waiting. Okay. Two waiting. Okay. So Mima found out about yeah. the pregnancy. Yes. And she wants to go home, so Michael has to go and talk to her, straighten things out. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, he he tells it like it is. Yeah, pretty much. Very blunt, and tells her that she needs to get with the times. And and she does. Yeah, she stays. She, so she it works. Does, so so good it works. For you, Michael. So, yeah, Michael, thumbs up. Nice job. Did it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then we go to. After that whole debacle takes place, we... Oh, and that's right. Kevin has decided that he's going to wear a wig now. A toupee. A toupee. Yes. Because he's bald. or he's Because he wanted to look good. Yeah, he wanted to look good for the ladies. So he put on, he got a toupee. That comes into play later. We go to the bar, right? The hotel bar. And there's a... Who was the, whose room was the party in? Did we ever... I don't know whose room was it, it was in. Was it Andy's room? Well, because you had Dwight and Michael out roaming for chicks. At the bar. At the bar. Yeah. And then in somebody's room, there was a party going on. So yeah. Andy was there. Andy, Kelly, Aaron. Yeah. I mean, everybody else was there. Yeah. Right? Creed, Meredith, Kevin. Yeah. They so were all there. Everyone else was they? there, I think. Yeah. Okay. But Jim is in the hotel bar with Dwight and Michael. Pam is staying in her room. Well, Pam goes to leave to meet up with Pam Jim. Goes, that's right. Pam goes <laughs> to leave. Angela comes by. To, and then Angela comes by and b- basically guilts her into staying in well, her room. Well, she doesn't guilt her. She just kind of puts her in the position of like, where are you going? Oh, I just want to get some fresh air. Fine, I'll go with you. Because Angela knows where she's trying to go. Yeah. And she's just trying to be a cock blocker. They, so, they've already done the deed. She's pregnant. She can't get any more pregnant, so... Right. So she blocks her. So Pam just goes back to her room and stays there. So they're in the hotel bar now. And it's Michael. And he's talking to from uh, what appears to be an attractive yeah, blonde. Yeah, pretty blonde. And, and he's, it seems like he's making... He's doing he's, well, he's it doing, seems. He's doing well. He's going to probably end up with this girl. And Dwight walks. And Dwight's got this ridiculous, like... Because he's wearing the wolf shirt. It's a wolf shirt, Yeah, howling at the moon. Yeah, he's got the... (laughs) Makes women, you know, bring out their animal instincts. Right, right. So he comes over and he's like, I'm sorry to interrupt, Michael. I found twins. Twins. And, and of course, Michael's like... Twins! I'm sorry, I have to go. Twins. 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 You understand. And this this woman's looking at him like... (laughs) Huh? Like this, like I said, really attractive blonde is just like. And like, what is like, they what? come up and it's two dudes. It's two, and what does Joy say? Is it something like, aren't they magnificent? Aren't they magnificent? <laughs> Toy Story, Finding Nemo, Up. I ball the entire time. I cannot watch Pixar. Michael. Yes. Drop this one on board. Why? I found twins. Oh my God. Twins. I'm sorry. You understand. Nice to meet you. Aren't they magnificent? They're men, Dwight. I love finding a good set of twins. Something is wrong with you. So good. Yeah. So the party goes on. So, yeah. So now we go back and this is where the episode comes to its uh, cliffhanger end for part one. They're dancing and of course Andy wants to show off. There's a dance off. And he goes to it's do a... Andy and who? Was it Kelly? I think it was Kelly. It's always Andy and Kelly, I feel yeah. like, in Dance Off. Yeah. And Andy... What does he say? Like, oh, I hope you... Something about ice cream because I got a banana split. 
and he goes into a split and then he screams in pain because he tore a scrotum. And I just yes. remember. He like, tore his balls. <laughs> I'm just thinking to when they're in the church and Aaron's like, here, because you hurt your penis. You're jumping, you're jumping ahead. You're jumping ahead. Stop jumping ahead. So okay. he, he tears his scrotum. And I just remember thinking, because he said he fell on his keys. And I'm like, your pants yeah. are kind of tight. Like, where were these keys? And how did they get, like, under your scrotum to tear it? Yeah, I don't know how you... I can't figure out the mechanics of it, how that would have worked. It reminds me of, like, the the zipper, the scene. And there's something about Mary at the beginning with the, zip, the zipper and the... I don't know how that happens. <laughs> Well, I don't okay. know how that would, how that I'm would gonna work. I'm going to cut back to a high school memory. Sure. I was in a play, and it was about this kid whose parents go away, a teenager, and he decides to throw a party, and people from the insane asylum down the street come by and join the party. And my character was this very large woman. So I was not very large, and I had to kind of, I, I used, try to use like big motions to make myself appear bigger. Okay. And there's one part where I jump off the stairs and I land on the kid who's throwing the party All right. because I'm crazy. And we're practicing the rehearsal and we have a stairway, a little wooden stairway, and I jump off onto him and I kind of jump, kind of grab his shoulders and pull him down. So I did what I was supposed to do and I jump on him. And then when he went down, he goes, oh, and we're like, what's wrong? Did I hurt you? He goes, I landed on my keys. And it was hilarious, but he had like really baggy pants. So I could see how if the pocket, the keys are in his pocket and it moved. He was fine, by the way. He, but when I, you say, did he land on his keys with his balls? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. He left that part out. And I, like, I, I didn't think I had to say it. Okay. But yeah, so he landed on his keys. But Ow. it wasn't my fault. Jesus. It was the way he landed. He took a bad breath. Ow. Mm. Gosh. But the show must go on. And it did. And he was fine. So this happened during a, the actual... This was rehearsal. Like, oh, rehearsal. we were practicing okay. for the play. I was. Okay. It might have been a dress rehearsal. Can't remember. Was he wearing baggy pants as part of his character? No, he was just in his jeans. But they're like... This was in like the late 90s. Okay. So he had baggier tight jeans. All right. He's a bit of a husky kid, so it's he wouldn't be wearing tight pants anyway. All right then. But anyway, he landed on his keys. But Andy's pants were kind of tight, and I was just curious how. You're asking me to to I don't know. I can't do a split. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't attempt one, and I don't know how. The I hell used to be able to. Well, good for you. I don't know how the keys ended up in that area and did that damage. But I tell you what, it made for a funny, it really funny did. show content. It really sure. did. Yeah. And then he, who's the only sober person? The only sober the person one. is the pregnant bride to be. Yes. So they have to go knocking on her door to get her to take him to the hospital. Because she's the only sober one. And that's how part one ends. I'd be pissed. I would be yeah. so pissed if I was Pam. Yeah, I mean, obviously. It's, my wet, it's the night before my wedding and I have to, I'd be like, no, go call an ambulance or something. But of course, they're nice and I probably would do the same thing because I'm nice too. Yes. But then Andy, on the way to the hospital, he gets kind of jerky. I guess so. Yeah, a little bit. He's like, do you even know where you're going? And she's like, well, since I've never been here before. I, like no. you, have never been here before. Yeah, like. <laughs> And, and he's just like, what does he say? Like every bump or something, or every time you hit the brakes. Every time, every, every time you hit the brakes or a bump or it hurts or something like yeah, that. He's yeah, complaining he cause, complains because like with her it. driving. So of course she like makes it worse well, for Yeah, him. but but only because he said, well, oh, I only, got, I I only got, doing your job. I only got her because I was doing your job, making sure everybody was happy and entertained at your I stupid wedding. I would have kicked his ass out of the car. Yeah. So I, I just remember thinking like I would have kicked his ass out of the car and he can walk his broken scrotum to the hospital. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he. Yeah. It was. It made for good TV it though. Did. It it's was entertaining. entertaining. We can't pick apart the logic of this too much. <laughs> I'm just I would have kicked him out of the car. <laughs> All right. We come now but, to the. But before that. Oh. Was she called? She Jim. called Jim to see where Jim is. 
And she says, are you drunk? Because she's asking a bunch of questions. Tell him what's going on. And he's like, what did he say? Like, what? What? And she's like, have you been drinking? What? What? And then she's like, Andy Torres scrotum. What? What? He just kept saying what. And she's she's like, stop saying what? Are you drunk? No. Well, maybe a little or whatever. The whole exchange was pretty funny. And then you hear like Michael in the background. Michael, Mike. Yeah. Michael and Dwight are in the background. And then, uh. She's like, are you with Michael and Dwight? <laughs> and then uh, finally, like, he's like, all right, well, okay, I'll talk to you later. And she's like, are you trying to kick me out of the phone? No, let's talk for a really long time. time. And then, you know, they hang up. It was- hey, hey, where are you? Can you take Andy to the hospital? What? He tore his scrotum dancing. What? He is in my room icing his balls. What? Please stop saying what. Can you take him? Look, I would... So take him in any other circumstance, but I'm pretty certain I'm completely wasted. Your brothers took you out drinking. Uh, Is that Pam? Hey, have her come out. Have her come out. It'll be like Coyote Ugly. That's Michael. You're out with Michael? And Dwight. Ayo! Pam, it just happened. Okay, fine. I'll take him. I love you. Okay, I gotta go. I love you. Are you pushing me off the phone? No. Let's talk for a long time. Goodbye. I love that exchange. I thought it was funny. It was funny because I watched it. I'm like, I could see you doing that to me. Oh, yeah. 100%. I think that's why I thought it was so funny because, like, no, that's something I would do. Totally do that. No, let's talk for a really long time. (laughs) And you're not saying it to be like a jerk. You're just like, okay, whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you want. Let's talk for a really long time. Go ahead. Whatever. (laughs) It's fine. So now the day of the wedding comes and Andy's all excited because he slept in the same room as the bride. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, Andy, I had a really weird dream that you were crying all night. Yeah. Yeah. "Yeah, No, I was crying. He's like, no, I was crying all night. Yeah. Yeah. It was good stuff. It was funny. Now, poor Kevin. Yeah. So Kevin, the morning of the wedding, goes to the front desk and says, excuse me. I left a pair of shoes outside of my room to be cleaned and polished, and now they're not there. And then... Oh, um, just one moment. Let me get the manager. And the manager turns around and informs Kevin that the shoes gave such a strong odor that they had to be destroyed. So they burned his shoes. Our shoe shine became ill. Yes. Yeah. So they burned his shoes. Good morning. How can I help you? I left a pair of dress shoes in a bag outside my door last night to be cleaned and polished, but they haven't been returned yet. You must be Mr. Malone. One moment, please. Thank you. Mr. Malone, your shoes are gone. They were stolen? No, destroyed. What? When the bag was opened by our shoe shine, the smell overcame him. I too smelled them and made the choice that they must be thrown away. Incinerated, actually. But that was my only pair of shoes. It became a safety issue, sir. Well, damn it. I can offer you a complimentary breakfast. Okay. Now. Why would they just not take it? This, this is the part where obviously it's a show, it was done for comedic value and yes. everything, but I was like, if that happened to me in real life, now granted, my shoes don't smell that bad. I don't think they smell at all because no. I'd like to be clean and everything, but some people do have a problem with foot odor. Mm-hmm. It, it happens, even clean people. Yeah. It's just, it's a reality. Apparently, Kevin's shoes were so bad that it overcame the shoe shine boy and made him sick, so this manager made the call to just throw them away and have them incinerated. Obviously, in real life, I don't think that would happen. I don't think. Now, I've never been or stayed at a place in Niagara Falls, so I don't know how they do things there. I don't know how they do things there either. You're you're right. Maybe that would be something that was done if it was a health concern, but I would think that if it was somebody's shoes, you would maybe notify them of this. Your shoes are really stinky. We can't shine. We can't clean them. Come get them. We put them back outside your door. We bag them and put them out your door or something. Or if they're not, if they were, you know, smelled that bad, maybe they didn't want to leave them outside the door because other people would smell them. I I don't know. I don't know what the reason would be. I guess. But 
of course, for comedic purposes, we're led to believe that it was that bad that they had to throw them out and burn them. Poor Kevin. I was, I was like, and that was his only pair of shoes. <laughs> so it's like. But then we got the tissue boxes. But then he decides that he's going to go to the wedding wearing tissue boxes for shoes. See, I would have been just, fuck the, it, I'm going barefoot. Which is quite the visual, I got to say. It's clever. Quite the visual. Clever, you say. Yeah. I say it's quite the visual. Yes, it is both. I don't know about clever, but it was definitely funny. It's definitely funny. Obviously not something anybody would do in real life. I don't think. I don't think. But yeah, that, that whole thing bothered me because I'm like, wow, they threw out the fucking guy's shoes. That's Bastards. bullshit. That's messed up. I'd be, I'd be ripped shit. And of course, they don't give him, any, they don't offer anything. On, they um, offer him like a free they, breakfast. They offer him like, I can offer you a free breakfast. And he's like, Okay, fine. <laughs> Just like, like you buy me another fucking pair of I'd shoes, like, go asshole. To the fucking store yeah. and get me some new shoes, yeah. woman. Right, uh, something. I'd I'd yeah. have been mad, but anyway. But that's why it's a comedy show mm-hmm. and it's fiction and. Just for <laughs> entertainment purposes, but yeah, that that part always bothers me when I see. Because like, man, I'd be so pissed if it was me. But so poor Kevin and his shoes. Yeah. And let's see. Moving on from Moving there. Moving on. People are filling in the church. Yeah, we're getting close to wedding time now. We are, and Pam's getting ready. Mm-hmm. And oh, we didn't mention who Dwight hooked up with. Dwight hooks up with Pam's cousin. Cousin, cousin Isabel. Right? Yeah, yeah, she's one of the bridesmaids one of the bridesmaids and they are we cut to the part where pam is getting ready for the wedding the mother pam's mother and father had recently split up mm-hmm. and pam's mother's in there telling pam you sure you want to go through with this you don't have to go through with it you know get kind of Which nag- is nagging at her but she's just got divorced yeah, or going through a divorce still. and and pam's dad shows up with a, a really young attractive blonde what what did somebody say like, oh, is this your niece? <laughs> yeah, is this your niece or something? Yeah, something like that. Oh, and is it's, this your but, niece? It's, but it's his girl, his new girlfriend yeah, who's new girlfriend. really much younger than him. And, and, you know, good for him. Good for Mr. Beasley. Moving on. But is it appropriate <laughs> to bring your new girlfriend to your daughter's wedding? I don't know. I think that's tacky. Makes for great show content, right? Yeah, still tacky. Yeah, so, so, she, so Isabel she's, mentioned she wants to go, she's gonna go see Dwight. I'm going to go see if I can find Dwight. Yeah. And, and Axe all excited and Pam's like, oh, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Wait, what? what? <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> Dwight? What? <laughs> and she like kind of turns and I guess when she turned her Her veil got her caught veil. on like a little piece of wood on the yeah. side of the door and it tore. Uh, yeah, so I guess that's a bad thing. Huh? The bride's veil tears. Bad, well, is, it, is it considered bad luck I don't or something? Think it's a bad omen or anything, but where it's ripped, it just doesn't look good. Now and she wanted to look good. Does does a bride have to have a veil? No, this is not like a required. No, thing. but it's part of her ensemble. But if she took the th- the whole thing off, but would anybody even know the it was way missing? You do your hair is made so you can have that veil worked into it. So if she took it off, her hair might look not as well done because you have the veil covering it. I guess. One could argue. But what I'm saying is, just from your recollection, best of your knowledge, could she have just taken the veil completely off of her outfit or dress? She could have, and probably. It, would anybody have known that there was no veil there? Is it like I don't one know. of those like but integral was, pieces of the of the costume that is required? I don't, I don't think so. Okay. But if it was part That's of what, what she wanted, it's part of what she wanted. Okay. Yeah. It's what... She wanted, but on she her ripped it, day. so she wasn't very she, careful. Yeah. Well, I don't think that's fair to say, but so she calls Jim, and so what does Jim do to make her feel better? Well, he comes to see her, and that's considered bad luck. If you see your wife, the bride, before the actual wedding ceremony, right? You're not supposed to see the bride in her wedding dress, Technically, according no. to tradition. You saw me in my wedding dress. Yeah, like if you're superstitious or. Super traditional or whatever. So he comes in and he sees her and she's crying because her veil tore and everybody's crazy. Why do we have all these people here? You know, all the, the usual things are happening. The the last minute jitters, I guess, are kicking in for Pam. And Jim picks up a pair of scissors. What are they, like in like a Sunday school classroom or something? Well, they're at a church. So it's like a side room or something. Yeah. So he takes scissors. He gets and- a pair of scissors and he... Clips his tie in. But I'm going to stop. I don't think it was 
pre-wedding jitters. I think it's realizing that you just want to run away and go get married because everyone's freaking driving you nuts. Everybody's driving it's you nuts. It's not about yeah. you're nervous about oh, getting yeah, married. I guess. Yeah. Okay. It's about everyone That's else fair. around you. That's fair. Okay. But yes, yeah, so he picks up the scissors and he cuts his tie in half and then they leave. Like, yeah, we're even. And then then it cuts to a scene of them just kind of running yeah. out of the church, like out, out the back door. And so So then you cut to everyone waiting at the church. Everybody, yeah, cut comes back from like wondering what's going on. And everybody's like, where, where are they? Whatever, yeah. you know. And uh it shows them does it show them yet or are they all uh, well i think they're at the church and everyone's talking about oh well what's going on where are they and then it cuts to them getting on a boat that's right they get on a boat at niagara falls that's right and they get married by the ship's captain yes right because captains can that's a real thing right that's a legit thing thing. okay so i guess they're married when they come back to the church yes but nobody knows. Nobody knows. Because then they go through the whole ceremony again for everybody that's there. Mm-hmm. But they went just for them to, for but themselves. But before they get back, what's going on? You have Michael who starts talking to Pam's mom. That's right. He's yeah. asking if she has anything to eat because she's a mom. And moms usually have stuff to eat in their purse. Right. Which is kind of true, I think. Good ra- good rationale and logic by Michael, right? Yeah. And And she did. She had something in her purse. Yeah, apricot. Apricot, made of real Real apes. Yes. Uh, (laughs) But um, he starts talking to Helene. Yeah, he starts talking to Helene, Pam's mom. Yes, and Dwight's gift breaks loose. Dwight, what did he get them? Like a turtle (laughs) and... Like, it's like, I guess like for turtle soup or something, it's like bibs with turtles on them. Bibs with turtles on them. And like a mallet to smash the shell and a turtle. Yeah. Dwight. Yeah gotta love him oh and he was talking about like his idea for he was like when they were at the bar we forgot to mention he's talking about like his idea for horse sliders you only need a quarter of the horse and they're like yeah how many horses do you have wasn't it like nine and three quarters nine, nine and three quarters yeah <laughs> how many horses do you have nine and three quarters i invented a device called burger on the go it allows you to obtain six regular sized hamburgers or 12 sliders from a horse without killing the animal. George Foreman is still considering it. Sharper Image is still considering it. Skymall is still considering it. Hamakushlema is still considering it. Sears said no. That was funny. <laughs> yes. But so the Dwight's present gets away. We also forgot to mention that Michael's gift, because he didn't want to give cash because he pays him all the time, is a portrait he made of Jim and Pam. No, he made another one of them naked, but he's leaving that one at home for him. <laughs> awesome. So they now Jim and Pam get married, uh, unbeknownst to everybody that's mm-hmm. waiting for them back to They're church. They're waiting at the church, and Toby starts talking. He's kind of excited, like, I knew it wasn't going to work. Because yeah, Toby's secretly got a crush on Pam yes. this entire time. And Pam thinks he's kind of cute, but she uh, never really she, told she anyone. She never told anybody that. So, but it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah. That's just kind of another little side story. And so Toby's getting all excited because he thinks, oh, maybe it's all done for them. <laughs> you know, and he's, who walks in? And who walks in? Pam and Jim. Mm-hmm. They're back now. Keep in mind when they're at Niagara Falls, when they're in the boat and they're getting married, it's they're they're in the falls so there's obviously there's water you know from the falls and everything like that so they're wet you could see them wet like they're wearing the ponchos they take them off for the actual exchanging of vows their hair their hair is wet you can see they're wet and then they come back to the church and they're dry and pam's hair looks great so I want to know how long were they gone for because you think after a certain period of time people would stop waiting and they'd leave. And you only have the church for so long until you go to the reception. So after yeah. a certain period of time, you think the church would kick them out. And it was a morning wedding. So again, just how long were they gone for? Because let's say they left. Let's say the boat tour was across the street. So there's not a lot of travel time. They just walked across the street. Yeah. Jim said he had the tickets. So they get on the boat. Let's say they didn't even have to wait. It was leaving right away. They get on the boat. How long could that boat ride be? Even if it was half an hour, they come back. They still need to like dry off and she needs to do her hair. That would be another like 
half hour to an hour perhaps. I'm thinking it couldn't be any less than an hour. All right. But I feel like it would probably realistically take way longer than that. So they were probably gone for at least two to three hours. They were gone for a while. They were. They were gone for a while. Now, again, this is the part where it's TV, so obviously none of it matters. No. But if you're actually thinking as deeply when as Monique is. When you have is, watched the show as much as we have, this is when these questions start popping up and you really want to know. Yes, the, the suspension of disbelief is now gone. Yes. And we are picking the hell yes. apart this show. Yes. We're picking it so apart. So they come back and they're ready to get married. Yes, dry and ready to rock and roll they're ready to get married in front of their family and friends Mm -hmm. because they're already officially married and then the music cues yeah what was it one of the jim's brothers yeah they do like jim's brothers yeah they they play music yeah the organist stops playing the organ Mm -hmm. and then they start playing what's the song so i guess the song is forever by chris brown and apparently the song was used it was a youtube video where somebody getting married, the wedding party did some kind of dance to the song. So they mimicked the dance. So obviously they were gone for a while because everyone choreographed the dance while they were gone. Or this was planned well in advance. Possibly. But I thought. We don't know. Yeah. But so Pam's sister's like, I'm so sorry. I know you. The song was on a play. Like, like do not play the song. And so they were aware of the video and they didn't want it. And yet. Those people did it anyway. They went against the wishes of the bride and the groom. And Jim said that he got the tickets for the boat ride the day that song came out on YouTube or something, right? Wasn't it something like that? Like the day he saw that on YouTube, he got those tickets as a backup plan. Yeah. So, yeah. Just, just kind. Of, it's kind of neat how they tie everything mm-hmm. together and they have it all kind of fit nice and neat. So this song's playing, and all I can get in my head is like the do 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 do, like that very like beginning of it. But so they're dancing. Terrible song. Sorry. Not and it's just funny because it's everyone from the office is dancing. I yeah, think the Isabel original is in there. The original video is the wedding party, right? Like I'm talking about the people I that they stole I, this idea from, I think or so. not stole, but that they're copying this from. It's the wedding party. I believe because so. I think I watched it once. I found and it. It's, yeah, and, and we it's watched it, but right. I don't remember. Yeah, it's the wedding party. It's just, just like all the groomsmen and the head. bridesmaids are dancing, dancing. But in this, it's the cast of the because office. we're watching the office, yeah. so that's who we want to see. Right? Yeah, of course. Now I'm curious. Did anyone else notice when Erin oh, is geez. dancing? At one point, she turns around, she jumps, and her dress goes up, and you see her underwear. I caught that like the last time you were so it. excited when you saw that. I was like, like "Did we just see her underwear? Because I never noticed it before." I'd never noticed it before. Never. Either. Now that's all I'm going to be looking for every time that part comes up. Oh, here comes the part where you see Isn't her underwear. Isn't it like hot hey. pink underwear? I don't remember. But it was just funny sure. because I was like. Did I just see what I thought I saw? Yeah, yeah. But again, we've watched it so many times. You just start picking yeah. up other little things. Yeah. Yeah. I found that interesting. Yeah, it was good. Everyone's going to go out and rewatch it now <laughs> just for that part. Just to try to find the part where you see Erin's dress go up and you see her underwear. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Yahoo. <laughs> you see her pantyhose and her underwear. Woo. Yeah. Awesome. That's why you should watch the show. Not because no. it's funny or entertaining. That's not what I'm just saying. I just, I thought it was interesting. Okay. Yeah, but so they do this dance and yep. then is it, so we also forgot to mention before the wedding, everyone's waiting around yep. and Isabel excitedly goes to Dwight oh, and he's right. talking yeah, yeah, to yeah. another woman and he's like, oh, you, hello. Oh, so obviously. Hey, Isabel, he, what do you want? Yeah, he, <laughs> she, she gets the picture of like, what a jerk he it's such he's like, so awesome. I don't even care. That was so great because he said he even says I'm not gonna call her. Or whatever. Yeah. He's telling what, Michael some like the next in from Carbondale. Yeah, what am I gonna do? Teeth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. Isabel was nice, but I hope she doesn't think this is going anywhere. Wait a second. You're not into her? Are you kidding me? No. She's Pam's best friend. You guys could double date. Swap, maybe? Oh, please, put a gun in my mouth. No, you're crazy. Look, she's a dental hygienist from Carbondale, and she makes love like one. She's a bumpkin. Pass. She's... 
Okay. Do you know how hard it is to be a hygienist? You have to take x-rays. You have to scrape the plaque off of people's teeth. You have to tell kids when to spit and make sure that they're not scared when the dentist comes in. It, it... You should ask her out. She makes love like one. <laughs> it, I mean, he's just... He's... He's Dwight. He's he's awesome. Like I love the character of Dwight. He's so great, and it's just so perfect. Have you <laughs> ever had somebody do that to you, though? No. Like you've hooked up with somebody and had someone do that to me. And then no. Like, like Have I ever up- done that to someone? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I thought this. was I awesome. don't even know the story, <laughs> but like I remember, you know, if even if I like somebody and then like you know they're talking to another girl and they turn around and treat you like that, like that. That feels horrible. Okay. And the grin on your face. You're so proud of yourself. I just thought it was funny. It was just... It's it funny, was so, but just... It was funny. Having been in that position before where like a guy just acts like he doesn't even know you because he's talking to somebody else, that sucks. It says a lot about that person's character. It is what it is, but yeah, it says a lot about your character when you Come do on. stuff like that. Come on now. It was a long time ago. Dwight's awesome. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway. So now this song is going on and they're dancing and you see Isabel and Dwight and he turns around and kicks his leg up and just kicks her right in the the face. face. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. So it was great. (laughs) And then he's trying to help her. (laughs) He's like grabbing her and just walking her. Yeah. It was so awkward. just, Just funny stuff. All around funny stuff. It was great. And then the episode itself ends like the very last thing you see is michael going into a room with (gasps) helene pam's mom is that the last thing you see or is the last thing you see see before the credits oh because before that though we have kevin kevin his dogs are barking dogs are barking (gasps) walking into the into the ice box, like the into the little vending so area the where there's the machine. ice box and the vending machines and stuff. And he's talking about how he got, what did he get? Six numbers? One more. And it had <laughs> a whole phone number. number. And my my t- my tissue boxes were a great conversation piece. But yeah. boy, are my dogs barking. And he puts his feet into in the, the ice, ice box. Yeah. What an awesome party. The best wedding I've ever been to. I got six numbers. One more would have been a complete telephone number. This was epic. My Kleenex shoes were a huge conversation piece, but man, my dogs are barking. My feet were so sweaty, I can't even feel the cold. (laughs) What a lovely hotel. And I just remember thinking, like, I know most vending machines now that have ice, you put your bucket against it, it pours down. But I remember years ago, like, even back in the 90s, like, you'd go stay at a motel. That's what it was. You had this big cooler. You'd flip the top open. You'd use the scoop, and you'd scoop your ice. Yeah. And because I remember I used to go, like, my boyfriend at the time had a band and we'd travel and tour around and we'd stay at motels. And so we usually go to like Motel 6 or Motel 8. But that's what they would have. And I just, after watching that, I was like, oh my God, I wonder how many people did that. Like, or like put, like use their dirty hands to collect ice, things like that. Not very sanitary. No. But especially now, remember, he's... His feet are so stinky and gross. They had to burn his shoes. They had to burn his shoes. And now he's been walking around in tissue boxes. Dancing. His feet are sweaty. His feet are sweaty. His feet are now being stuck into an ice box. Mm -hmm. It's gross. It's just nasty. But hey, it's TV. It's fun. It's entertaining. Yes. And it gives you something to think about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the last shot is Michael going into the hotel room with Pam's mom, Helene. Oh. And yes. And that that leads to more fun and hilarity in later episodes. But that's how this two-parter closes. It it was such... 
I'm not going to say it's one of my favorites, but I loved the Niagara. Oh, yeah. It was great. It was just a whole lot of fun. And and again, like we said earlier, if you have not watched The Office, start. It's funny. It's yes. hilarious. It's great. We mention it and we reference it all the time. And we're probably going to continue to do so mm-hmm. because it is that funny. And we'll probably bring up maybe as bonus episodes talking about some of our favorite episodes. Yeah, sure. And maybe we'll, some we'll, of our not so favorite yeah. and why. Yeah, we'll revisit the office again. Yeah. So share soon. with us what episodes would you like to us to talk about? Are they your favorite? Yeah. Do you hate them? And if you hate them, why? Or why do you love these episodes? Let yes. us know and we'll talk about it. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Hit us up on our Twitter account. Homewrecker Pod. Instagram. Homewrecker Podcast. And we have a website with a forum that you should join at. We do. It's homewreckerpodcast.com. That's what it is. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button at YouTube. YouTunes? What? YouTunes. You, what? What? iTunes, baby. iTunes. Man, wow. Hit the subscribe button on iTunes or wherever it is you listen to your podcast mm-hmm. so that every time we release an episode, it comes right to your device. Easy peasy. And YouTube, yeah. hit the subscribe and like our video Please. as well. We really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. And leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to your podcasts because that also helps other people discover the Home Record Podcast and we appreciate your support. And we, do. we really need your help to grow the audience. Yeah. So and tell while your you're friends. At it, tell your friends and buy a t shirt or a tank top. Yeah. And if there's an article of clothing you want our logo or family dinner picture on, let us know. We had somebody ask if we had a certain kind of shirt. We didn't. So I put it up there. So trying to make things more available for there people. There you go. So if you want long sleeves, hoodies, something, you want something that's not there, let us know. Yeah. We'll make, we can we're, make that we're happen. Gonna, we're going to make the merch yes. happen. Yes. So, until next time, watch The Office. Absolutely. Just do it. If you haven't already. I don't know what you're waiting for. But until next time, I am the Golden Greek Alex Arion. I've been joined, as always, by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, the Pam to my gym trophy wife, Monique. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker Podcast.